Hey guys, before we get started, I want to let you know about an exciting new contest we're running on the site. We're giving away a full set of 20 minifigures from the LEGO Movie 2 collectible minifigure series. To enter, all you have to do is share a creative photo of your favorite LEGO Movie minifigure. It doesn't even have to be from the LEGO Movie 2 wave of minifigures or sets, it can be from the first movie. And if you don't have any minifigures from either one of the movies, just get creative. Make your own minifigure that you'd like to see in the LEGO Movie. Share your photos on Instagram or MeWe using the hashtag TP underscore LEGO Movie 2. You can enter up to three photos and the deadline is February 3rd. The winner will be announced on the blog that week. Happy shooting and good luck. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Toy Photographers podcast, the official podcast of ToyPhotographers.com. My name is James Garcia, and this week I've got a special returning guest for you, hailing all the way from the UK, Lizzie Standing. Lizzie, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks, James. Yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm enjoying the new year so far, uh, keeping busy, and I know you're keeping busy with uh, photo projects and work and all that stuff. Um, this is kind of going to be a uh, experimental episode. Lizzie's actually been on the podcast a couple times in the past, and I highly recommend people go back and check out those episodes if you missed them. Uh, we did a full interview and a review of the Lego Harry Potter minifigures last year. That one was a lot of fun. And uh, today I've brought Lizzie back to discuss photography projects. Uh, you know, towards the start of the year, people tend to begin new photography projects, and I know we've talked a bit about them in the past, but I wanted to dedicate an entire episode to them. And uh, Lizzie, you are definitely more of an expert than I am. I've actually never finished a photo project, so I wanted to get your opinion and uh, get some advice for, for people that may be wanting to start their own photo projects this year. I wouldn't say I'm an expert in it, but I've definitely done a few. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. I, I'm excited to talk to you about it. And uh, you just wrote a post for Toy Photographers, I think, last week about the new photo project you're working on this year, how it was not doing a photo project last year. Uh, can you talk a little bit about just your history with photo projects and the things that you've worked on before? Yeah, so I've been doing photo projects for about 10 years on and off. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I, I, I had a look back and I was working it out. And I think the first... Non, it wasn't a toy project, but the first photo project I did was started in 2008. So uh, we, we've approached the 10-year mark for that. And I actually, before I got into toy photography, I did a lot of these projects. And I started with a self-portrait project. Um, if you have a look on Flickr or various places, people do like 365 days of self-portraits. And that's where I started. So mm. very different kind of uh, project. But it kind of got me hooked on the idea of daily photos and having a theme. And so I did that one. And the self-portrait one is hard because you're kind of putting yourself in your photos every day. And like some of them one day it was like just my finger because it was difficult. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then around 2013, I started getting into Lego. And that's when the toys started creeping in. And since then pretty much all my projects have been toy orientated. Um, <laughs> other than last year, I tended to do 365s. In 2015, I did a different minifigure each month. In 2017, I did Anything Goes, as long as it's a toy. And this year, of course, I'm doing my 52 weeks of Fabuland, which is, for anyone who doesn't know, um, I think a 1980s um, Lego. They're almost like Duplo, but not quite. And I'm going to do a photo a week with but my elephant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have any Fabuland toys, but every time I see you photograph them, I think they're just so cool looking. And I've heard rumors that they might be coming back this year <gasps> and they might, f yeah, and, th and that they might feature in the uh, new Lego movie. So 
Uh, I, I don't, that's not confirmed or anything, so I don't know, but that's what I've heard. So Wow. <laughs> that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Especially since you're doing a new project, if there could be new Fabuland toys, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. So Fabuland came from um, the first toy safari I went on with the Stuck and Plastic gang. Everyone got given a Fabuland figure um, by Stefan and I got Bert the elephant in the blue jumper and after that event, everyone kind of went home and was like, how can we get more Fabuland? <laughs> and everyone went on eBay and was just buying up all the Fabuland that you could get, um, which is where my collections uh, come from. But And they're just adorable. <laughs> what is it about having a photo project that you find helps you as a photographer? I know you talked about in your piece that last year you kind of had a harder time with your photos because you weren't doing a project. Yeah, so I find I'm a bit lazy and if I don't have a reason to be doing something, I can't I tend to just not do things. Mm. Um, so having a project that says you will take a photo every week or you will take a photo every day, it gives you some structure to work with. So um, for the three six fives, I tended to try and do I will take a photo and edit the photo the same day because otherwise you get quite a big backlog of photos. Mm. Um, for for this fifty two weeks, I'm I haven't set a day that I'm taking the pictures, although it's probably going to generally be at the weekend. But the first one I ended up doing, I did. Uh, one on the first day of the week and one on the, the last day of the week. So I had two like in a row. Um, but it counts because it was two separate weeks <laughs> in my head. Um, and then I had a big gap. So I'm not sure that that was quite the right way to go. Yeah, so it gives me some structure. It also gives you a really nice kind of progression over the year. Um, whilst I haven't done a 52 weeks like this before, with the uh, some of the Lego projects I've done, there tends to be like become themes in the work and so you start to pick up things that you're repeating doing or the style um, so one of the things I would like to do with the Fabuland series is to try and keep them all the same kind of style and lighting and hmm. um, kind of do the same kind of editing on them I don't know how well that's going to work as the light changes as the seasons change mm-hmm. um, maybe I'll do like a quarterly you know like a winter sort of scenes and then it's like more vibrant in the summer I don't know. I haven't. <laughs> it's still a work in progress what I'm doing with the project. Right. Um, we're still pretty early on in the year. So, <laughs> yeah, we are. We're three weeks in, and I have, I have to admit, I've taken three photos, and I'm not that happy with any of them yet. Hmm. Um, I kind of just want to keep going with it and see how it comes along. Yeah, that's an interesting because uh, anytime I've worked on photo projects, I've I've never done like a 365 or even like a 52 week thing. I, I really like that you say that it kind of gives you a look at the progression. Uh, because anytime I've done a project, that's what I find frustrating is that I'll, I'll have an idea to do, okay, I want to do, uh, you know, like I've started one that's a stormtrooper Lego portraits. So I want to do Lego portraits of every single variation of a Lego stormtrooper. And I, I have this vision in my head that they're all exactly framed the same way and the figure standing in the same spot and the background changes with the, the uh, composition and everything is the same. Um, so that at the end of the project, the project looks uniform. And the thing that I have found frustrating for myself is that I look back at the beginning shots and I think, well, I'm such a better photographer than I started. So I want to <laughs> retake all those old ones. But it, in a way, that's like part of the point of doing a project is to see that progression. And so it's funny that there are kind of two different approaches as far as like, do you want it to be a bunch of photos that fit a theme but are taken the same way or do you want it to be like a, a yearly progression or, or a, 
show your growth as a photographer over the year or something like that. And there's not like a wrong or right way to do it. I just think it's funny that the way I've been doing it is kind of counterproductive to the to the way you've been doing yours. Yeah, I think one of the things to remember when you know if you're working on a project is it's your project and you can do it exactly as you like. You can decide that you know, you want everything to be perfectly framed exactly the same way and go back and reshoot your early ones. Um, or you can say, right, okay, that was that was my photography at the start of the year. This is my photography at the end of it. And hey, look, I actually learned something this year and I got better. Um, and I think, you know, one of the reasons I do do projects is because it gives me that push to improve. Otherwise, it would be, you know, you just kind of, you get yourself stuck in a rut and you don't, move on. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's part of why I haven't ever really finished one of those. <laughs> it's because <laughs> I'm just now stuck in this cycle of, okay, do I keep going forward? Do I um, stop and, and start over? Like, what do I want the, the final project to be? And and I guess, is that something that you think of when you're, when, I, I guess what I want to cover this episode is kind of coming up with the idea for a project, working on a project throughout the year, and then the final result. Like when you think of, when you start a project, are you thinking of all of those things? Like, do you have a vision in your head of what you want to end up with at the end of the year? Uh, so for every project I've done before, no, it's just about kind of taking the picture and editing it and publishing it. Hmm. This year, um, if you've read my blog post, you'll know I want to write 52 very short stories about what's going on in the photos. I want to learn to use my photos to tell stories rather than just put a figure down and shoot it. So what I want to see at the end of this year is I'm going to put together a book with those 52 photos and those 52 stories and see kind of the change from what's there at the start and what's there at the end. And, and then I'll have something to look back on and it will be the story of Bert over the year. So for me, that's kind of, that's what my tentative aim is for the end of the project. Uh, but for 365s, I always print them. I tend to make a blurb book or other online printing companies. And so at the end of the year, I'll sit there and I'll make a book. And that's one, that's another really good way of kind of looking back at what you've done. So it's not just you take 365 photos. At the end of it, you look at your 365 photos and you say, and it, you know, certainly for ones that maybe aren't toy orientated. So for example, my self-portrait project, that year that I did that, I have 365 self-portraits in various places because you go on holiday, we moved house during it. And so you can like, you can look back and see your year. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're going through a big time of change or something, that can be a really good way to kind of recollect that later on. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like when people do the uh, whole like take a second of video per day and then compile it together at the end of the year or something. And I like the idea that the, the photo project is kind of the same thing that you can flip back and look through your year. And like you said, in that self-portrait one, like, oh, look, we moved this year, <laughs> you know, just kind of compiling memories that way. It's kind of cool. Yeah, and I think it works for toy photography as well. I think that as I grew my toy collection, you know, my 365 days in 2017 branched from Lego to the Hasbro Black Series through all different kinds of toys as I started getting more involved with the community it's got my toy safari photos in there and so even though you're shooting toys and, and I think it's probably is more because I tend to shoot my toys out and about as opposed to just in a light box or in my house mm -hmm. you can see those different locations kind of pop up throughout your year in your photos of your toys and I really like that it's kind of so it, it is toy photography but it's also like a, a memory book for the year 
when uh, coming up with an idea for a project, do you have any advice for people who, you know, maybe starting the new year and, and want to give themselves that kind of framework that you were talking about? I know you talked a little bit about like the the past projects you've worked on, but what kind of ideas can you give people and, and advice for, for starting a photo project? The first thing I'd say is it's never too late to start it. Don't think, oh, it's not it's the end of January, can't possibly start a photo project now. Start anyway. It doesn't have to be a year-long project. You could do a month-long project. You could do a six-month project. You can do a year that ends on, we're recording this at the end of January. You could do this and do a project that finishes at the end of next January. Um, so I'd say it's never too late. Always just, if you've got an idea for one, jump in. Have a look at um, places like Flickr. There's a lot of project groups there. And so certainly for when I was early on doing projects like the 365s, there are lots of groups on Flickr where people post their 365 projects. And there's nothing like having a community supporting you and also posting daily that you can kind of draw that energy from. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good, like certainly in helping you get started and, and keep going. And the certainly when I did my 365 project, I didn't start in January. I actually started it in October and each month had a 365 group on Flickr. So I joined the 365 October uh, starters. And I'm still friends with some of those people online that did that project that year at that time. So there is, you know, a big community that of people doing it. So in terms of coming up with a project idea, like think about what it, what realistically you can do. If you've got small kids or you've got a lot of work pressure, you might not be able to shoot every day. So then maybe a 365 is going to be more stressful than it's worth um, because it is hard. Like it's really hard coming home from work and thinking I have to take a picture tonight. It's dark, it's wet, it's miserable. I don't particularly like shooting indoors. And so think about kind of the, the, the realism of you being able to complete the project because it is frustrating when, as you found out, you don't complete projects. Right. Um, <laughs> and then you get discouraged and then the project stalls and it's just, yeah, being realistic with yourself from the get go is uh definitely something you should do I agree and one of the projects I'd kind of recommend one of my favorite projects I did that I'd recommend people start with was something called 100x and it's basically 100 photos of something so I did 100 photos of Lego because that was what I was shooting at the time and I and what you do is you're not assigned to a day you don't have to shoot daily you don't have to shoot every Saturday or once a week you could in a weekend take 100 pictures and complete this project Hmm. um so you kind of you say I'm going to take 100 pictures of this thing and over the year or whatever time scale you want to give yourself you take 100 pictures and um, so it could be that you take 100 pictures of stormtroopers or 100 pictures of uh, K2SO or whatever it is that you want to you want to take a picture of and it's quite a nice way to introduce yourself to project photography because you can say right it works out about two photos a week so every Tuesday and Thursday I'm going to take a picture or I'm going to take two pictures every weekend. Um, and it's really quite a flexible kind of way to, to start. So give yourself some flexibility to start with and find find a theme that interests you and is likely to keep your interest. If you pick something that, you know, I really like Stormtroopers because we've, we all discuss this, like they're an everyman and you can kind of put them into any situation. So actually something like that as your first project is quite a good one because you can be like, right, I'm going to take 100 pictures of this Stormtrooper in the real world. Mm-hmm. And that's really quite flexible. It's not very constraining. It's got some constraints to kind of get you into the project idea, but it's not, oh, I'm never going to come up with 100 ideas for that, because you will. 
Right. (laughs) Yeah, don't limit yourself too much the same way you have to like be um, honest with yourself about your limitations. Also think like, can I sustain this project throughout the whole year? And I guess that was my next question was, I want to talk about some of the challenges of actually working on a project throughout the year and and any advice you have for for sticking with it and, and coming across those bumps in the road. And how do you overcome that kind of stuff? I think the biggest challenge is uh, motivation and sort of especially about the six to eight month mark for a year long project you start to get or certainly I start to get really tired and fed up of having to take a picture every day there's also like seasonal shifts so when it starts to when you get that time of year where it starts to get darker and it you know you get home from work and it's already dark um that is a really big shift in how you go in taking daily photography so for me that was one of the really big challenges was kind of the light changing almost like hmm. during one of my projects I would go out to our apple tree in the garden every day on getting home because the light was perfect in the summer and then it hit sort of November December and the light was gone and <laughs> I had to work out what else to do <laughs> right it kind of disrupts your whole routine yeah I kind of got myself in this little rut of always going out to the garden always taking a picture in a similar place and then it was gone and I was like oh now what so it is hard uh, one of the challenges to be aware of is if you have a family is making them aware of why you're doing a project because it's a big time commitment to doing a project you know if you're taking a photo and editing it every day that is a big time commitment and you have to say things like sorry I can't help with dinner right now I've got to go out to the garden and take a picture before the sun sets so I think if you have got a family at home with you whilst you're doing this make them aware of why you're doing it and what your goal is Uh, otherwise it can be a bit weird if you just suddenly run off because the light's perfect in the garden and you have to take your picture that day although I think we're probably all guilty of doing that regardless of whether or not we're doing a project (laughs) true that's a good spot just got to stop here right or you're driving it's like oh pull over pull over (laughs) yeah so maybe as toy photographers our families are already used to us doing completely insane things for a photo so maybe this won't be too big a stretch And then as far as like uh, finishing a project and coming to the end of the year, how, how does that feel and what has your experience with that been? It's kind of a weird feeling. So at the end of 2017, I'd done this 365 days of toy photos and I was so happy that it was over. Like There's a post on Toy Photographers which is called The Freedom of 2018. I think it was in January 2018 where I was full of excitement about the prospect of a year without having any commitment in terms of photos, without having any kind of self-set guidelines. And it turns out that I hated it. So (laughs) I absolutely hated 2018 in terms of my photography. I really struggled with not having a project. So I think for me, by the end of a project, I'm kind of really looking forward to it. But actually, I kind of, I now know myself a bit better. And I know that I want to start the next thing. I Mm. want to pick another project. So one year I might do an anything goes photo project or I might pick a pick a theme, but I think I'm probably always going to have some kind of photo project, whether that's toy photography, life photography. Um, I really like the idea of doing a, there's a photo project called a hundred strangers where you go up to a hundred people and take their photo. And like, you just ask them if you can take a photo <laughs> of them, but I don't think I've got the confidence for that one. Yeah. I don't um, think I'd be able to do that either, but that's a, that's a really good idea actually. Interesting concept for a, for a project. That, yeah. Like, Rather than street photography from a distance, you actually go and talk to someone. Um, yeah, so ending a project is, it's emotional to end a project, um, especially one that you've been working on all year. You you kind of get attached to it. So it's a bit of a, there's a gap if you don't go into doing something else and it 
it's kind of a bit like the first day that I didn't take a photo this year I felt weird I'd done a 365 project for three years before uh, 2018 Hmm. and then 1st of January it got to about 7 30 at night and my thumbs were itching to take a picture and I had to just like say no you don't need to take a picture now you stopped that (laughs) so it, it it's a bit of a almost a culture shock to yourself um you're not doing that anymore, hmm. uh, which is probably why I ended up carrying on for three years in a row. Well, it makes sense. And if you're like trying to f- uh, focus that creative energy, I think a project can be a really beneficial thing, especially now that you know more about yourself, you're finding that, yeah, it's good to have a project. You know, I find that for myself, even though I never really finish a project, I, I for some reason like working on them and I like having a project to kind of fall back on, especially it helps me kind of get out of a creative rut. So if I'm really struggling with coming up with ideas or something, a project is a good thing to kind of fall back on and say, okay, well, what was I working on that I could just jump back into? And, and, you know, obviously that's not like a 365 or something, but one of those more like ethereal uh, idea projects that are just kind of uh, always in the works for me. I, I found that really helpful too. just always have some kind of framework or some kind of thing to fall back on and try to just jar your your system a little bit so so it makes sense that that this year you you kind of felt that where you're like I, I need a project to kind of keep me going yeah and I think the the idea of using kind of one character and the stories behind that one character will it, it is more of a whilst I'm saying it's a 52 weeks and I'll do it for 52 weeks to take 52 photos it's more like I think it's Joseph Cowlishaw does um a few series of photos someone commented on my blog post I can't remember the name um about you know like people have have figures that they return to and mm-hmm. like uh, Benny the spaceman or the tv heads um you look at people's feeds and you see that they do shoot the same figures over and over again and they have those stories kind of behind them and I think that in itself is a project it's a long term it's not a set time it's not a set amount but like you do you know it's a fallback and it's a thing that you can take a photo of even if perhaps you know you can't think of something new it's like almost like a a little family of toys that you have that you kind of relate to on that sort of long-term basis Mm -hmm. and I think you know a a project doesn't have to be defined you you don't have to say you don't have to shout out put your hand up and be like I'm doing this project this is this is what I'm doing I've done that like to hold myself to account but you know, people are working on projects all the time and it doesn't have to be this set in stone structured thing. And in fact, sometimes for some people, that's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would not be able to, the reason I haven't done a 365 is I know I'm not, I would not be able to do it. You know, I would do it probably for like two or three weeks and I'd be really jazzed about it. And then life would get in the way or I would get really, you know, over overwhelmed with it or stressed out about it and it just would crumble so um, I think knowing yourself and being honest with with your limitations and and kind of what you expect from a project and then just realizing that it's different for every single person and that you just need to find something that that works for you and something that you want to work on and that helps foster your your photography and that creative creativity in you and and something that's not going to just stress you out and, and wear you down you know, over the course of a year. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, we do this for fun. <laughs> so right. It's easy to forget sometimes, but we do, that's the point. It, yeah, it is easy, especially, you know, I think we do put too much pressure on ourselves to have a perfect Instagram feed and to present perfect photos. And, you know, bad days happen. And I think it's a case of, you know, we remembering 
this is for fun. This is because we enjoy doing it and it's not, you know, no one is forcing you to go down the route of taking a picture every day or posting to social media every day. Um, we might like to do that, but it, you know, at, at the end of the day, the world doesn't end if we don't. The thing to remember is that there will be times when you take a photo during a project that you're not happy with. I am really not happy with the second week photo project I took for this, the, the second photo I took for my project this year. I absolutely, in fact, kind of hate it. And I'm going to look at it every every time I look at a review of my year and think, oh, wasn't keen on that one. But keep going, I think is the thing. If you decide to do a project and you get a few weeks in and you're thinking, oh, is it all awful? Or, oh, why am I doing this? Keep going for a little bit. If you absolutely hate it, stop. Right. <laughs> if, it's turning, if it's turning into a chore, stop. But if it's if you're just having a slightly you know, a bad couple of weeks, it does get better. And there is always Christmas to take lots of festive photos. Absolutely has helped me so many years <laughs> in a row when the Christmas toys come out. <laughs> <laughs> Something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Only, only uh, 11 months to go. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to do like Christmas in July or something like it's your project. You can do whatever you want. So Christmas all year. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, a year of Christmas. I, There's I, I a... think I've seen someone does a Santa all year. I don't know who though. Huh. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where, hey, whatever you can come up with is is your project, you know, so uh, go for it. Well, Lizzie, thank you for taking the time and coming back on the podcast and, and giving some advice for people. I hope this helps anybody who is hoping to start a project this year or or was curious about it or, or maybe struggled with a project last year. Um, definitely, you know, go out there and try it for yourself and definitely go check out Lizzie's post on the toy photographer's blog. I know you've written a few times about projects, so people should go check those out as well. To, to wrap up, if people want to follow along with your project, how can they find you online? I'm online at steppingonbricks.com or on Instagram at stepping underscore on underscore bricks. Thank you so much for listening. You can find new episodes of this podcast and daily articles on creativity and toy photography on our website, toyphotographers.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also ask that you please leave us a five-star review. That'll help spread the word about the show and help us get noticed. You can find us on Facebook at Toy Photographers and on Instagram at underscore Toy Photographers underscore. Music for this week's episode is courtesy of freemusicarchive.org. And finally, you can reach out to us with comments, concerns, recommendations, etc. at toyphotographypod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next week.